Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. And I'm Josh Whittacombe. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky. So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping. Or hopefully how they're not coping. And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener, with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Okay, Josh Beckett. Josh Beckett. Josh Whittacombe. 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 Josh yeah. But the daughter was leading the mum. I loved it. Loved it. I liked Do you know it. what? To be able to play with the form even at this stage, there's still more <laughs> there's still more in it. And I think it's impressive that we're still aware of the form. Exactly. <laughs> Hi Rob, Josh and Michael. This is my three year old daughter Nancy introducing the podcast with me dutifully following instructions. We're currently awaiting the arrival of baby number three, who's hopefully arriving any day now. My friend Claire introduced me to your podcast in lockdown. I've been obsessed ever since. Claire's also been telling me to send in an intro for the last two years, so I'm hoping this keeps her quiet for a while at least. Fuck you, Claire. I, no. that. <laughs> I, like, that, I like that, Josh. <laughs> Feisty this morning. Fuck you, Claire. Your mate's got enough on. She's pregnant. She's got two kids, and you've been telling her to send in an intro for two years. Maybe Felicity from Bognery just didn't want to. Yeah, she's got enough on her fucking plate, Claire. Yeah. Thanks for the last. Looking forward to you keeping me entertained during maternity leave. Again. Felicity and Bogner Regis. I've not been to Bogner. It's one of those places where it's kind of got a funny name, which does it no favours, right? Yeah, it's by the coast as well. So anything with bog in it by water is not great, is it? It's like the norovirus buffet. <laughs> You're going to be put off even if the food's great. Yeah. You must go there. It's amazing food. We do need to address, Rob. What's that? The- that your voice is, is bad. And people can't see this at home, but you look. Do I look bad? I thought I felt a bit better. Oh, man. <laughs> I took a photo. If you were that kind of celebrity and you were photographed out and about, there'd be a Daily Mail sidebar about. Oh, God. Um, sort of, it would be like um, Rob Beckett breaks... They always go breaks their silence when they just sort of repost yeah. something on Instagram. Rob Beckett breaks his silence looking... That frail and <laughs> pale yeah. and stale. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I've, I've I've had to cancel some gigs, actually. So this is oh, Monday morning. I was supposed to be doing Sudbury tonight, but I've had to reschedule it because my my fo- voice is fucked and I've got a sore throat. You don't, uh, that Sudbury theatre is tight and small and you don't want to give 110 people. You don't want to give people illness and you don't want to give a shit show. Yeah, so people in Sudbury, I'm supposed to be with you tonight, but I'm I'm well enough to sit in my house and do a podcast, but I'm not well enough to give you a good show. So I'm really sorry if it's fucked up your babysitting and stuff like that, but um, I will reschedule it and it'll be a better show because I won't be ill. Um, so sorry to the people of Sudbury. Plus, you're working through material, Rob. So yeah. they've got it. They've bought their tickets at an early stage in the development. When yeah, it's I'd, rescheduled, I'd, yeah. it's actually going to be a better show anyway because well, you'll have done more work, you'd hope. Well, I'd argue that at the moment, even if I'm well, a lot of the jokes don't work. <laughs> so what you don't want is new jokes from an ill man. 
That's what I can promise you. Think yeah. about the text I sent last week to Rob that we read out. Yeah, that, that's what you have probably. Uh, yeah. So at. people of Sudbury, I'm sorry, but we'll reschedule. Hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we're, we're sort of, there should be a date. But when you hear this, there should be a date, and I'll put it on my Instagram. So sorry about that. But um, I'm 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 going to power through with the the podcast. Lou, Lou woke me up. I know I'm ill, Josh, because Lou's been nice yeah. to me. <laughs> oh, mate, She's been really nice to me, and she um. Like in the night this morning, though, she went, did you, did, "Was you? Is your throat hurt this morning?" I went, yeah, it's killing. Like it's one of them ones where you swallow and you, you know, you got like, Ugh, yeah, like, yeah. And she went, "Yeah, because you were snoring so much." I really felt sorry for you. And then there was an owl that kept, was apparently an owl. We've got them little light windows, the little an owl. Ones. An owl popped up, but maybe she, Lou, reckons I sounded like a distressed animal. So the owl popped up to eat you? <laughs> well, to have a look, to see if it was like <laughs> like a dead mouse whinging or something. I don't know. But um, then Lou was like, oh, yeah, I was really worried about you. And then she popped in. So I've been up since 4.30, which felt more like a dig that oh, I've been loud. there we go. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. so people of Sudbury, I'm sorry, um, but oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a shift in with the podcast. So very much like Michael Jordan in the championship playoffs in 96, yeah. where he played with well, the Well, if you need to talk less, I've got some stuff to right, go through. Right, you start. You, ca- you might have to carry this one, Josh, and I'll nod and take the piss. We went to Cabo, we went to Cabo this weekend, Rob. Oh, the... Um, are they, they're like cabins, cabins in Kent. Are they caravan, aren't they static caravans for middle-class no, people? No, they're not. They are, they're like cabins. wooden cabins for middle-class people. Right, in Kent. Where in Kent are you? Near, um, near somewhere. <laughs> We're right, half yeah, an hour from Folkestone. <laughs> half an right. hour from Folkestone. Because we went to visit Rose's friend in Folkestone. Right, nice. I like Folkestone, Rob. What's your feelings on Folkestone? I I'm don't learning like Folkestone. about Kent. I've been to Folkestone um, a few times, and nice, good, nice little theatre as well, actually. But yeah, oh no, so Cabby by the Sea. Oh, it's sort of near, in between Dungeness and Folkestone, near Port Limp, where the animals yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. lovely that little bit. Dungeness yeah. again ruins it by the name, doesn't it? It's a classic, isn't it? My father-in-law goes and fishes down there. Does he? Oh, that's nice. I told you this story though once. Where he told me sometimes he don't even get the rods out. <laughs> he just goes and sits there. But there's, I think there's a power plant near there or something in there. Uh, maybe I don't know. But we had a very nice time. Lovely. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't. There was no real. <laughs> just. What? Just the children just went on the beach in January. All right. And we didn't really see them. Uh, what do you mean you didn't see them, Matt? <laughs> but they just, like, we... Rose's friend lives down there. Yeah. She turned up with her two kids. And the oh, and they just played. Paired up. And then yeah. we just kind of stood around. Oh, mate, if you get the right family... Yeah. We've got we've got friends, and they've got two daughters, about the same age as our two daughters. You do not. It is. It gets to the point where the end. You actually feel disappointed at the end of the weekend because you haven't seen your kids. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, there's a nuclear power station right by there. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that kept them going. Yeah, yeah. kept them on the move. <laughs> they were fucking glowing, mate. Difficult to get them to sleep. <laughs> oh, the colour they got on that beach on a January morning. Uh, quick quiz, Rob. Yeah, go on. Sleeping arrangements. Do you want to have a guess? Um, okay, so how many beds in the cabin are there? We've got, we've got a uh, a double bed. We've got, have you bought it? <laughs> nah. We've got a double bed. Yeah. We've got two bedrooms, double bed, yeah. a movable cot, right. and bunks. Right, okay, so I'd say um, double bed is Rose and at least one child, probably two, and then you in the bunk on your own? No, no not quite, not quite. <laughs> My son in the cot. 
Oh, that's good. Because he's he's yet to not sleep in a cot. So whenever we go away, we've got to get him a proper bed. <laughs> he's massive. Isn't he? I yeah. know, but it's because we're having our rooms done. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said, yeah. So we're kind of holding it. We've just got to buy him a bed. Well, right. he's, he's getting my daughter's bed, but my daughter wants a cabin bed. So we've got to get this cabin bed to move the bed So she down. wants to sleep high up with space underneath to play. Yeah, that and it's done. like you can get one where it's like a bed that also transforms into a desk or whatever. I yeah. don't know, fucking know. Transformer bed, yeah. Sure. Yeah, transform. So, but, so who, where did she sleep in the cabin? She wanted to go top bunk. Obviously, because she's going to get a cabin yeah. bed. Yeah, but yeah. the side on it was, she didn't like the side on it. She thought she was going to fall out. So she went bottom bunk. And then she said, I'll be scared in the room on my own because I don't know it. So you were top bunk? I was top bunk. That's like the weakest position in prison, isn't it? Yeah, because they can just kick your mattress and kick you out of bed, then attack you. Because in prison, you want to be on bottom bunk. Do you? Yeah, because you're less vulnerable. I thought you wanted to be on top bunk, because then if anyone comes at you, you can just kick kick them from the top. You've got the... the... No, but then if you don't trust someone underneath you, they could just kick you out of the bed and then you fall and bang your head. Oh, God. How do you think you'd do in prison, Rob? Oh, not well. No. Um, Anyway, you're top... Well, this is dangerous. If she wants a cabin bed... And she's a yeah. bit wary on the... T- you're going to have to make sure she tests out this cabin bed because we've got bunk beds for my youngest. Yeah, we've got to take her to test out the cabin yeah, bed. Yeah, so mine doesn't like being on the top bunk. Doesn't she? No, but that's fine. So she just sleeps on bottom bunk. Yeah, yeah. But cabin bed, no bottom bunk. So you was top bunk of a child's bed. Yeah, I was top bunk of a child's bed. I think bed. You're, you're getting more sleep on holiday. Yeah, I am, Rob, yeah. <laughs> Rose has got the double... My daughter woke up at Hang half on, so, five so, birthdays. So, right, so she didn't want to sleep on her own. So Rose is in the double. Because she's in an unfamiliar place. Cot. Yeah, Rose is in the double with the cot. Yep. And then, the top bunk. Right. How many nights? One night, two nights? Two nights. So did you do two nights at the top bunk? Yeah. Was there a conversation with Rose to go? Yeah, she offered, but I just don't think you can. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I think you... I, I just think you've got to take the hit on that. It's Why? gentlemanly. See, I'm a feminist. Get up there, love. Equal. <laughs> Not love. Madame. <laughs> my lady. My equal. My equal. Up the fucking bunk you go. Let's get equal. <laughs> so as a feminist, I just couldn't. Whereas I couldn't do that. No, whereas you know I'm I mean? a Victorian gentleman. Yeah, so exactly, I, of course. I put my umbrella down, I climb up the top bunk. You better wear your big coat to shield her from the, <laughs> yeah, the water. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, so you've done two... Was it adult size? Um, the duvet wasn't long enough because oh, it's for, for kids. You. No, but you know I put it over my head. Right, no, but no duvet's long enough for you, really. No, I know. That's, <laughs> that makes me sound really cool. You should bring out extra long duvets for like sort of people like you that are panicked and scared and then tall people that are quite relaxed. Exactly. I wonder what Stephen Merchant's got. I should text him and say, what duvet you got? Do Bit it. weird. No, I think you could do that. Uh, well, maybe you text Stephen Merchant and say, genuine question, I'm not taking the piss. Do you buy extra long duvets from somewhere? Because I need a longer one because I like to sleep with the duvet over my head. It makes you sound me. That sounds yeah. like you're on McIntyre, Centre All. Oh, it's a cross between McIntyre's Centre All and McIntyre's thing where he comes into your bedroom. <laughs> it's, it's oh, like, oh. Rob, I'd be furious about that. You know, they, um, they, they tried to do that. My agent asked Lou, saying, 
we were thinking about doing this to Rob. How do you, cause I have to ask, obviously get permission from yeah, someone yeah. in the house yeah, or yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a burglary. Yeah. Yeah. And said to Lou, how, and Lou, and Lou said, absolutely not. Rob will, Rob sleeps naked. He will jump up and he will attack. <laughs> his nature. So, so why did she say absolutely not? You know what? Because that would have been bad if, if I jumped out of bed, bar, start bollock naked and chinned McIntyre and loomed over him as the, like, the cameraman yeah. had to take me off and it was on telly of pixelated my arse and knob. <laughs> it would be the greatest bit of TV of all time, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then... They clean up the blood from his face. You put on some pants and you have to go through this quiz and he's crying. David Seaman's out the back going, <laughs> should I go in yet or not? Has is is, is the, the blood been wiped from McIntyre's nose? <laughs> These comedy gloves are big, but they've got blood on from the front. <laughs> and you're still fucking seething. Lou's lying there, full face of makeup, air done. <laughs> <laughs> got a new pajamas, sat there with a uh, cup of coffee uh, looking, uh, not been asleep all night. Imagine if they'd done it to me when I was going through my really bad insomnia panic attack face. Oh my god. Um, okay, we're gonna cut there. Um, Josh has shit himself and covered his head with a duvet. <laughs> Let's give him a couple of hours. I'd have to have a heads up because I'd be petrified. Um we're obsessed. Our ki- my kids, Josh, are absolutely obsessed with gladiators. I put Gladiators on after my singer. Oh my and god, it's so good! Just watched the Eliminator, and my daughter went fucking ballistic for how good it was. And I she love was it. like, "We've got to watch the rest of this." She she cannot get enough of it. No, and it's so nice, as well, because I remember how much yeah. I loved it as a kid. But I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I want to go to watch you it. You can do celebrity. Oh, I thought you can do celebrity. celebrity. Gladiators. No, I'm not going to do celebrity. They should do celebrity. They will. They will. No, do I it. can't oh, do that. It's me. Imagine that. Me, Joel Domit, and Mark Wright up against. <laughs> I just stood there like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> to absolutely destroy me, just slowly coming back down the travelator like a turkey at the shop. How did you do on the travelator? I tell you, I did. I didn't get it up. There's a bit at the start of the eliminator where you have to climb a rope. I haven't got a fucking <laughs> hope. <laughs> that, you know that hang tough, you know, hang tough where they have to yeah, swing. Yeah, yeah. I can't even just hang. <laughs> I'm not <gonna> swing. <laughs> If there was no other gladiator, I'm not doing a minute on that. Yeah, I couldn't get to the red, never mind a gladiator. <laughs> oh, it's great. The only one I think I'd be quite good at is the one where you barge past people. Yeah, yeah, you'd be good at that. Yeah, but that's not really a skill, is it? No, well, you, you, you employed it on Mock the Week quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Oh, God. But yeah, my kids are obsessed with it, so I might have to up to Sheffield. Oh, Tell that's Bradley good. Walsh. We've got to get Bradley and Barney Walsh on. We've got to get Bradley and Barney Walsh on. Well, so I was, I was texting one of the uh, one of my mates from one of the school dads, and he um he was, talk, was texting about the boxing that was boxing on, and I said, "Mate, my kids are going mental for gladiators." He went, he went, he went, same in my house. He went, what, his his wife was at the cinema with their eldest, and he went, yeah. I, I, "We do love it, but I think it's a bit far." She's texted me saying, "Don't watch it without me. Wait for me to be <laughs> home." Is that? I was like, it's not the wire. It's not like <laughs> you've got to keep up with a story. Also, I'd say you could watch it twice. <laughs> I used to when I was a kid. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's good. I it's can't so wait. Good. Can't wait. Can I tell you about something that happened at my kids' school this week? Yeah, yeah. So they've had to do speeches. That, that, like the, the primary school are all doing speeches. In, I think they're, they're doing like speeches about something two minutes long, about something they care about and like, and then they all do it in their class and then the class votes for who they're like best. And then I think there's a school around the corner. They're going to go head to head. So they'll be like, 
Oh, my word. Debating contest. Yeah, so year one will go against year one of that school sort of to build their confidence. So my daughter did one about meeting a sloth and stuff, and my other daughter did one about our dogs. Um, Also, I found out that my youngest dog is thick. It's stupid. Thank God you said dog. Oh, no, no. (laughs) No, my dog. So I, you know what people that my youngest daughter, she is thick. (laughs) She is stupid no the dogs so you know people talk about their dogs now oh there's so much character there's so much fun yeah. i've realized but the eldest fred the oldest dog he's like a sort of german office worker he's so efficient and does ever he, he like he will never get muddy he don't he just he goes out chases a couple of squirrels comes back has some food goes to sleep he don't fall over he don't run into stuff he doesn't like yeah. oh what's my you know like dogs in films and cartoons like, oh yeah, what's yeah, he? yeah. he's just yeah, like yeah. he's so chilled and that the other one is loving chilled as well, but just thick. So he just he runs into the door every day. Just runs into the door. He'll like tread on stuff. He'll fall over. You chuck a blanket on him. Fred yeah. will just like bite it off, bite the blanket, move it off him, and then lay on it. Yeah. The other one, George, he'll be under it for about an hour. But like it's just happened. Maybe Rob. Yeah. It's not that George is thick. It's that George is normal dog level, and you've got. A really clever dog. Well, yeah, he's, but he's never put, he doesn't do Fred. anything wrong for it. Like, not wrong, but he's just like, if a dog sees like, a puddle, some dogs just run in it and you're like, oh, what's he yeah, like? Yeah. He's just avoids it. But the youngest one, and I think he's thick. The dog walker said, and we know her quite well, and we don't take offense to this kind of stuff, but she said, yeah. George is the thickest dog she's ever walked. Which I quite like because he might as well yeah. be the best at something. Yeah, of course. It's it's not like a dog needs to get on. Do you know? No, what I like? it's not like he's got to try and hold down a job. And yeah, sort you're out not like, oh, what are we going to do with him? Because he, he's he's dense. If you drop a bit of food, yeah, and then wiggle your hand, it it, will no, it won't look down. And is he a thick breed? Whippets? No, whippets are quite. They are both whippets. They're both whippets. So whippets are quite like they're not super intelligent, but they're, they're, they're clever enough. You can train them to do what you need to do. So they're not a thick. You can do much more with them. They're not super yeah. intelligent, but they're not like properly thick. But he's just he's got. There's nothing. You look at his. He's constantly surprised by everything. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So they, my eldest daughter, did a little speech about dogs, and then the six-year-old came home. And we was like, oh, what did everyone else do their speeches on? So she did one about visiting a sloth. Some did about going swimming. Some did holidays. Some did pets. Yeah. And then she said to this girl, I can't remember the girl's name. She went, yeah, she did her speech on her three super cool boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> the, the money I would pay to watch that speech. Oh, what a legend. What, at six, that, I love kids like that, that yeah. at that age. Imagine just walking and going, yeah, so I've got three super cool boyfriends. Fucking That's what because you had to do a speech on something you loved. I thought it was so funny. The way so she said good. it as well, she went holidays, the swimming club, their pets, and so and so did theirs on uh, her three super cool boyfriends. <laughs> and did your daughter think that was uh, something to remark on, or was she just thinking that was quite a normal thing? For- just very normal, like as if, yeah, yeah. that's of course she's got super, three super cool boyfriends. <laughs> I think at that age, they sort of talk about any sort of boys that they know. They're like, yeah, you know, yeah. cousins or like friends of friends. They're like, he's a yeah. boy I know, you know, and stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's wow. maybe our three super cool that boyfriends. Is cool. That is good. Yeah. Um, I had something happen to me, Rob, that I thought uh, I'd be interested in your take on it. Yes, please. Okay. So I, uh, I've i been acute. No, no, acute. Acu- oh, no. No. Stop being accuser. No. Three. That, that actually is bad. What is uh, the use of the word accused, because there's no negative here, etc. 
Right. Um, three people in the last month have told me they think I have ADHD. Classic. Classic. Yeah, I mean, everyone tells me that, but I, I can't yeah. be bothered to find out. Now, that's how I feel. Yeah. I've got the tension for it. Can't bother. T- too long to do the form. I went to the osteopath and he was like... That's not a good place for an ADHD diagnosis. He's He's got ADHD. Oh, I see. Yeah, and he's obsessed with the fact I've got ADHD. Right. And he, he always... He talk, I was like, oh, I'm not sure I'm buying yeah. this, you know. And then I left and I uh, phoned Rose and I was like, oh, God, he keeps going on about, oh, I've got ADHD. I don't know. I, I don't really care. And then I went, went to the bank to pay in the cheque that I needed to pay in. All right, sorry. When, when was this? 1973? <laughs> check. It was a a VAT rebate. Just what annoys me about the government. They are up your arse for a bank transfer. They owe you money. Here's the check. Fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) Stick it in the account, mate. You know where it comes from. I have to do it every every Jan. Here's your check. Fuck off. Anyway, I haven't made a check in for fucking ever. So (laughs) I get to the bank. Forgotten my cards, obviously, because I've got Apple Pay, so I can't pay my check in. Oh, you need your cards. Yeah, but I I've just do Apple Pay, so I've forgotten my cards. It's meant so you can pay for unlimited amounts of money for a certain product on a phone. But when you're yeah. getting about a 200 quid tax rebate, you've got to take a check-in. Exactly, yeah. Um, and then I got uh, got on the – I actually phoned my agent. I was like, oh, this is this, uh, annoying about the cards, but I haven't got ADHD. Got on the tube. So why did you, you rung your agent about going no, to the – No, I was car- ringing out about something else. <laughs> I was going to say, your poor agent. <laughs> Oh god, nightmare! Never guess what. <laughs> Forgot the cards. Yeah, I know. Cool. Yes, send someone from the office. <laughs> Got on the tube, Rob. Yeah, went the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. By this point, I'm thinking. Do you know what? <laughs> he said I've got ADHD. I've left. I've forgotten my cards. I've got on the tube and gone the wrong way. Do I have ADHD? And then I thought, do I? Should I give a fuck? And I wanted to ask you, because you leave all your crumbs, you know, Lou says it's like breadcrumbs, isn't it? Your, yeah, so you your can tell uh, every cupboard will be open. You, she can walk around the house and know what I've done from, I, yeah. will st- I will start one job and when I'm in the middle of doing that, so I'll go and take the bins out yeah. and I'll have all the bins pulled out and then I'll get the bags out, tie them up and walk out and I've not sorted out or put new bin bags in yeah. and then... I'll go out and put the bins out. And then when I'm there, I'll go, oh, I need to sort that thing out in the garage. And then about an hour later, Lou will come downstairs and all the bins will be open, but not re, re like changed. And then there'll be a cold draft in the house. And I'm yeah. like rearranging the garage and doing lots of different things like yeah. that. But you, I, here's, here's something I do that people say is a real classic of it. A, I will just drift off during saying something to someone and not finish my sentence. Yep. So I'll be speaking to Rose and I'll go, the thing is, and then I'll just stop and I'll just won't finish the sentence because my yeah. mind's wandered. Yeah. And I the stop other one, listening to people. Yeah. I will jump in on what someone's saying if I think I know what they're going to say because I think it's boring to get yes. to the end of the question. Yeah, I do that a bit as well. And- it's bad, isn't it? So they'll say, I mean, say I was saying to you, could you, if you were saying to me, could you take the check to the bank? You'd say, could you take the check? And I go, check to the bank, I'm on it. Because it- <laughs> I can't, I can't bear to wait to the end of the sentence. Well, I, yeah, I, it's weird though. I, I sort of feel like 
I, I, I might have ADHD, you might as well. But do but I, I care? It's just a label thing, feels, isn't it? Right? I feel like everyone's got ADHD yeah. in our industry, especially. Well, they say comedians are really bad for it, don't they? Yeah, but I think that's because it, this is a lifestyle that suits that. Because yeah, you have totally. to do about a million things at once and there's lots of distraction and stuff like that. And, and you don't <clears> like being in an office environment if you've got Yes, because you, if you, you don't like having a boss because a boss yeah, will you go, don't like- do this like this and this is the system, the way we work here. And, you, yeah. and then I'll be like, yeah, but I cannot work like that. I'm going to have to do my own thing. Yeah, exactly. I can't fill in forms. I was saying this to Rose. Oh, same. If, I'm, if, if you said to me, fill in that passport form, I'd feel like I was on a come down after going to Ibiza for the whole summer. But if they said, go and do an hour of stand-up, I'd be like, yeah, that'd be fine. fine. I'll crack on with that. I'll go stand in front of strangers for an hour. But if I'm staring at that passport form and I don't know my national insurance number, I'd be like, fucking hell, I can't deal with this. (laughs) Well, I I think, well, I think... If it's having a negative impact on your life and job no, and got family, got for the next nine years. Exactly, sometime. you'll be fine. But um, yeah, so yeah. I think sometimes some people like having a, a, a label on something, and some people might need medication for it as well. Especially yes. if it's because it's, it's like anything. There's different extremes to it. Like you've got asthma, mm. but most of the time it doesn't really affect you. But some people, it's yeah, really exactly. problematic where they go and what they do and stuff like that. So if it's not affecting you, don't worry about it. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I think as well, yeah, I've I've created a life and a job where if I have got ADHD, it doesn't impact me too much. No, couldn't give a fuck. But yeah, when I worked in office, it was awful. Oh, was I used to just, I was, I was a terrible employee. I used to just wander off and go and do gigs. And I'd go, if I got a gig offer, like a good one, I'd go to the office. I used to go to my boss. I'm, I'm not going to be in tomorrow. I've got a gig and a, and an audition. She went, can I say, can I book it off on holiday? And she'd go, well, no, it's the day before and the stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, there's not much. I don't do much. I didn't say I was like, I don't do much anyway. I can't imagine there's only a lot missed. I'd spend most of the day not working. So if anything, I'll probably do as much not here as here. And then I went, yeah, so I can have a first holiday tomorrow. She's like, no, well, I'm not going to be here. So we can either put it down as holiday or I'll just have a warning when I get back. Because it is quite hard to get sacked, really. What you was really your office had... job? Oh, you were in events, weren't you? A- events administrator. So I'd answer the phone to people and say, we need to book a hotel for 200 people in Copenhagen with a meeting room for this day's that day. And I take all the information down, and then I have to ring the hotels and get three different prices. I can't imagine a job you'd be worse at. Yeah, that was a lot of forms. And then like, it's just like, they'd be like, right, we're going to, how much for a jug of orange juice for the day? Eight pound. All right. Can you do five pound? No, we could do seven pound. Okay. <laughs> much of the hotel rooms? 250. Okay. Will you take two, uh, 200? No. <laughs> 225, yes. But we were both on both sides. It was just two like, people doing that. Two admin. people who didn't care. So we might as well ring up and go, should we just do the 225 thing? We'll eventually get at And then this half, this, like, we can save half an hour on this call. <laughs> and then you'd have to put it all in the system and then you go to the person, okay, client, here's what they said the price was going to be. I got them down to 225. Whereas me and the hotel always knew it was 225. So we'd have to get them to send us a, a, a lie in rate. <laughs> I need you to tell me a rate you'd never be able to sell the room at and then I need to offer you a price you'd never let the room out at and then what we'll do is just put the price that it is and has been for the last year but I need to show that I've saved them 25 quid per room a good email in would be when have you been criminally out of your depth in your job oh so the worst one this is the so I did I was once in charge of I don't know if I've mentioned this before I I was for some reason in charge of a an investigator it was for doctors 
an, an event in, where's the capital of Pakistan? Lahore. Lahore. And at this event, there was 50% Pakistani doctors, 50% Indian doctors. Can I just say, Yeah, I'm so... I, I did that, yeah. and I was trying to listen to your story, but I was just in my head going, I can't believe I fucking got that. Well that done. was so good. Well, that was that was one of maybe the... Maybe you should have done the event then. <laughs> that's, all, that's my knowledge is over. Right. So I was arranging the travel of all the people from India to fly from India to Lahore to go to this meeting for yeah. three days, right? I didn't really understand mail merge. I did the mail merge wrong, basically loads of important people from India didn't get their flight tickets. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I was like, I sent them, I sent them. I, was, I, was, I remember I was in this meeting room with this bloke who was like trying oh, to God. sort it out. I, and they were screaming and shit. And I was just so red. I was only like eight, like 21, red and panicked and stressed. Oh, didn't know what was going on like that. Oh, God. Rob. And then in the end, we had a massive row of them. And then I think that the company had to sort it all out and pay them back some money and then rearrange it all. And it was like that. I, should, I don't think I should have been in that position. Of, of no, it doesn't feel like that. That should have fallen on your shoulders. Yeah, but it did. Um, and then, um, anyway, uh, a few months later, quiet day at the office, sorting out, sorting out my drawers, found the flight tickets. <laughs> when I saw, I felt like I found a severed hand in my drawer. I, I just looked, I was like, I just, I just shut it and just sort of stared at the wall for a bit. Uh, and then I said to my mate, who I got more of, I went, um, do you want to go to the pub? And she went, uh, for, I went, do you want to go to the pub for lunch? She went, yeah, all right, we're one. And she said, mentioned one that didn't have a open fire. And I went, no, nah, not that one. What about the one with the open fire? <laughs> yeah, all right, no worries. I went, so we got there. And then I, I was like, she went, why are the open fire? I went, I need to burn the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that was awful. I feel like oh, I'm, I'm worried now. People from that job are going to come back to me. I can't get what in trouble for that, because that, 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 that was an error. It wasn't like you stole the money. I also emailed one of the clients at a posh company, like one of them. I don't know where it was, but it was like a, you know, sort of like PricewaterhouseCooper places yeah. or them sort of weird legal accounting yeah, yeah. firms. I had a mate called Tim and I, uh, we were all messing about on, the, on emails to me and my mates. And basically I said, oh, fuck off, Tim, you silly, stupid C-U-N-T. Yeah. Oh, Send no. it to a client. Oh, oh no. The, I felt oh, like my yeah. face was going to explode red. Oh, you know, like the, the one who eats the violet sweet in Willy Wonka. Oh, oh, and she goes all God. big and purple. I thought it was all big and red. Oh, God. And then what I emailed immediately and went, I am so, I went to Tim, Tim, I am so sorry. That was meant for a friend called Tim, not for you. I'm, I, I, I feel awful. I'm so sorry. And the, but he just replied laughing and went, no worries, mate. It happens, oh, luckily, but... Oh, I had, a, I had a similar... Have I told you about the send, send to the wrong person? I have told you about Snunky Time, obviously, but... Um, what one? I've told you Snunky Time. <laughs> snunky Time. Oh, yeah, sn- yeah, about your friend. Yeah, he said Snunky cool. I told you when I was in Devon, it was like the summer of uh, uni, and I had a friend who also who was from my school, but he also went to my uni, and um, he was flying somewhere from Bristol Airport, mm. And he phoned me in a panic and he was like, I've got to Bristol airport and I've got my passport. I don't know what to do. Could you do me a huge favor and drive my passport up to Bristol airport for me? Where was this from? Devon, Devon. where we lived. So hour and a half. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to miss my flight. And I was like, I can't, but I I couldn't, it wasn't like, I was like, I can't, but I'm really sorry. I really feel for you. 
I know you've been looking forward to this holiday. You know, as a mate, I, I could only apologise. Maybe we could do something while you're stuck here. Yeah. That's so, nice. It's all right. Yeah. He hangs up. I text my friend from Union and go, the funniest thing in the world has just happened. <laughs> but he's forgotten his passport and he can't go on holiday. And then I sent it to him by mistake. That's, oh no. How did you recover from that? I, do you remember when your Nokia <laughs> would do that thing where it was sending it? It was like, like a little conveyor belt yeah. thing. And I was like, and you're pressing cancel and you know it's too late. Oh. And then for the, just the, like, like there was a God, it just went message not sent. No, really? <laughs> it was the greatest moment of my life. I've never in my life. How did that happen? Just because the, the, you're in Devon, so the, the coverage is quite bad. So it's patchy. Yeah. Oh, my oh, God. The, oh, yeah. But now <laughs> anyway, he knows that you thought it was hilarious. He doesn't listen. <laughs> I know. We've grown apart. <laughs> We've grown apart. Uh, anything um, else? Oh, I'll tell you what I did the other day. Um, last yeah. week, I had a corporate gig last week, right? Oh, yeah. Doing some stand-up after some awards. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was out in uh, um, Windsor Way. And we've yeah. got friends that live uh, in uh, Ascot. So, yeah. uh, you know, you get like the hotel room. And yeah. you normally, normally you get dropped off in the hotel room, get changed and go and do the gig, and then you get driven home. Um, I just took the kids and we had a weekend in Windsor. Oh, that's I, I was nice. laying in bed at eight o'clock watching Gladiators and I was like, I do not, I do not want to go and do this gig now. <laughs> I've never no, been crazy. Fucking hell. You know. And anyway, I went out and did the gig. It was all good, come back. And then I was, we had two double beds in this room and I was sleeping in, um, with my eldest daughter who yeah. had eaten jammy dodgers on my side of the bed, then rolled over onto her side and went to sleep. It was like <laughs> sleeping in a fucking cat litter tray. I was livid. I was, I've gone out working for this family. Yeah. And, and I'm a fucking pound note so that we can have a life. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so that, that was quite good fun, but they've got, they're obsessed with me. I've been reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory of them and they're obsessed oh, yeah. with like my impression of Augustus Gloop. It's just, no, it's just well, it's just. But they keep making me doing it all the time. But like, if I'm trying to get them to do something, they're like, "We'll only do that." So like, you know, go right, get your coat on. We got to leave. It's what we'll, we'll only do that if you do the Augustus Gloop. So now I'm like having to be like, "Come, Augustus, come here now. My belly's full of chocolate." Oh, wow. so you, you, do proper, of, you do proper. Um, voices for the Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and um, but they're just, they've started making me do it in public to get them to do stuff. So I'm just like wandering around the shop. Like, Come here, my dad, daddy's slow. My belly, I want some chocolate. Like that. But it works. Do you think anyone's like, that's, is that Rob Beckett? And then they see you talking, they're like, oh no, it's just some German bloke. Just some dirty German bloke desperate for a bit of choco. Um, <laughs> you know, they're making me do that, which is quite fun. Um, someone stopped me in the street and asked if I was Hugh Dennis. Really? You'll take yeah. that at your six foot? Do you think I'd take that? <laughs> What? He's 62. Oh, no, he's 20 years my senior. You're just Googling his age. Rob's face lights up as he Googles you, Dennis. 61. Yeah, I'm, 61. I'm, I, he, is, he is 21 years older than you, Josh, but he looks great. He does look good for it, doesn't he? He looks unbelievable for that age. Lovely man. Really nice guy, actually. Really nice guy. Yeah, he looks great. He runs 10K every day, he said to me. Did he? Yeah. Have you have you ever spoken to his son after Mot the Week? I think we've spoken about it. He's one of the most oh, confident sorry. boy in the world. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'd just been on the telly and he made me feel like a little nervous new boy. <laughs> oh, get him out there, Rob. Sorry, you're 15. 
massive shoulders, six foot two. <laughs> we should get Hugh, from good stock. Get Hugh on this so oh, that we, we can ask get... him about his confident son. How do you get your son so confident? He's got two kids. There we go. John Dennis, Hugh Dennis's brother. <laughs> it's so funny. He looks so much like Hugh Dennis, but different. It's like a hall of mirrors. He was the British ambassador to Angola. Fucking hell, he's from good stock, isn't he, Hugh Dennis? <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't. We should stop talking about Hugh, but he's. He's done that thing where he's got together with the partner from the thing he does. Are you trying to say you want a gay relationship with me? Look, all I'm saying is, you know, give it time. The people are demanding it. That what an episode that'll be. If we if we came out that we'd left our wives to get together. To be a gay couple to talk about parenting. I think we might lose a few listeners that have got like the Union Jack in their profile. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that would be good or bad for listenership? I think it would spike. It would certainly spike. I'd say we'd see a huge spike. <laughs> However, I think that our relatability may wane. Because I'm not saying yeah. there's anything wrong with me and you falling in no, love. But I think people would be annoyed that we'd. Re- I think, I'll be honest with you, there'd be a good. There'd be. The money would really be in the Lo- Rose and Lou podcast. I mean, that, that yeah, I think we're talking about spikes. They're flying. <laughs> They're fucking flying at that point, They're mate. That Wembley Stadium doing the live show. <laughs> Putting up a picture of us two walking in a park together. Booze around the, <laughs> the stadium. Really, really tapping into the men are shit crowd. <laughs> Absolutely destroying it. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, you know, I, I love you, Josh, but I, I, I'm quite The curse I'm of parenting, married. how? And if I did, if Lou did leave me. I w- yeah. You know, I'd say you're very much a Leicester to win the league 5,000 to one shot of being my next <laughs> partner. Would you prefer to make love to me or Ramesh? Oh, that, that's, that's a difficult question, isn't it? That is... I mean, I'd say maybe you because I only, have, I only see you on Zoom. Well, with Ramesh, I will have to be near him. Like, I'll physically near him more. Do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah, yeah. Zooms is a bit of a barrier there. Like, if we have done it, we're like... Well, me and the Romish nearly have, to be fair, in what we've worn on that yeah, show. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, with Alex Brooker, it's not like there's much more I get need to see. Do you know what I mean? Well, We're constantly getting changed his, backstage. His little outfit as, as old, what's his, Bigfoot? He's not Bigfoot, is he? <laughs> well, let's see. Let's let, see. Let, let's nature take its course and find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what is going to happen on Friday, Rob. I've got a story that has moved on since the Jason Bell interview. So, okay. in a kind of backwards way, in the intro to Jason Bell, I will be revealing something that then comes up in the Jason Bell interview. Oh, it's like Inception. It's like Inception. I, I love the layers to this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you have anything else to fill us in on? Should we do a bit of correspondence or small I've business? I've got a new coat. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> so we took me through the new coat. It's got a lot of good comments. Okay. Yeah. But it's a, it's quite a, it's a bit of a statement coat, Rob. Right. Have you got a picture of it? Uh, well... Let, so it's got nice comments of everyone, but right. I, I thought I'd admit this to you. Yeah. I thought you'd take the piss. Okay. So when we did the gig together, yeah, I was walking to the venue. I was like, I can't deal with this. And I put my coat in the bag. Oh, in my Josh, why did you do Isn't that? Isn't that pathetic? That is, but that's because I thought you were, me than you. No, it's not. It's like Steve a merchant and you are going to go, oh, here he fucking is. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, the okay. fucking private detective. Here he comes, the spy. <laughs> right, I got a, is it camel coloured? It's a it's beige. a trench coat, kind of beige trench coat. Have you got a photo of it or anything? Yeah, I can show you a photo of it. I, yeah. I'm gonna say before seeing it, I don't think it's a coat, I think it's you in it. 
Yeah, I think it, it's a lovely coat. I've got a lot of it. That's a nice coat. I've never got a, that coat suits you. Who would, who, who who picked out the coat? Was it you or Rose? Or it did, was both of us together. So Rose. <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were near her when she decided. No, I I love the coat. But okay. <laughs> Are you sending me the picture of the coat? Yeah, I'm just finding it. Anyway, it got it got all creased in the bag. And I was really disappointed with, I was like, oh, I've creased my, my oh, nice new you coat. you've worn your coat. No, because Rob, because you're already laughing. You haven't even seen it. No, no but I just thought of you. Have you got a hat that goes with it or is it just the coat? No, I haven't got a hat that goes with it. So well, it's just to wear sort of when it's not too cold with a jumper on just to sort of as a, as a layer for the rain. Yeah. What's it called? A fucking, I dress terribly It's called a Mac, moment. isn't it? Yeah, I can't get an handle on it. A Macintosh. There you go. There's the picture. That's not me in it. Obviously, that's a model. Yeah, yes, I can tell he's Chinese. <laughs> I think it's a nice coat. Obviously, yeah. I'd like to see you in it. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be when you said like a Mac. I thought it was going to be the one that has, you know, the little the, the little belt around the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the Burberry. Yeah, the, the little waistcoat, you know, like it's a little waist belt. Yeah, to bring it in. And the flaps show, on the... To, to really show my hips. Yeah, to get that ass out. I think it looks like a nice coat. I'd wear that coat. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I'll wear it next wear time. Wear it next time I see you. Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't put it in the bag. Well, Rob, it wouldn't just be you, Rob. Yeah. That's not just a reflection on you. I can't That's just say re- it's such a normal coat. It's like, it's just, a, it's basically, that is a, a classic coat. If someone was wearing a suit and they wanted a coat to go over the top, it's quite thin, but quite smart and buttoned up. That's yeah. a nice, that's a nice jacket. Yeah. 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 And it's not you in that picture, no? Just to confirm. <laughs> the guy with a jet black French crop. The problem is, this is the same with me. I always look a bit silly and stupid and stuff because I've got silly and stupid face. I know. So have you. That's our job. What? Accept it. That's what we are. I know. That's why I know. we do this. We look like a lot of the time I'll try and write a really good joke and I'll just say something about my day and they, people laugh. And I don't know why, yeah. but just, I know. just say it again. That's how I do well, that's why I do new material. Sometimes I'll say the setup and people will laugh. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then they don't laugh at the punchline. Like, no. just, What's but, going on here? And then I go, what? So it's just, I just turn up, you laugh at me. That's some yeah. freak show. Do you yeah. know, Rob, I, not to have a go at my own stand-up, yeah. but um, I was in yoga this morning. <laughs> this morning? We're doing this at 9am. What time do you do yoga? 7am. Online or somewhere? No, just yeah. around the corner. Right, okay. Yeah. and the 7am yoga? Yeah. Yeah, because it's good for my shoulder. Of course, yes, of course, of course. And there's always older men that have been told, you need to do this because of your neck or back, no offence. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just hear them cracking and creak. I did a yoga one class before, one I really liked. They had music on, it was quite chilled and dimly lit. Did one the other day. No music on, complete silence. It was disgusting. People breathing is disgusting, Josh. (laughs) It's like, fuck off, I'm trying to relax. I've got that hog next to me. So... She said something about um, a pose, and she was like, "Like one of those dolls." She said something like, "One of those dolls you used to get in a yeah. box or something." Yeah. And then she said, "I'm showing my age now." She was at our age, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then she put on a funny voice that I describe as similar to similar to my voice. What did she say? And she said, "She said, oh god, I feel like I'm showing my age now." Do you remember when you used to wind? Cassette tapes back with a pen. And I thought... That's good stuff. That Stick that in the top. I love that. <laughs> she's, fucking, she's stepping on my toes here, not literally. <laughs> the way she lunges, she will be in a minute. <laughs> like, is that a dig? She spotted me. and she, I think that is a bit of a dig. 
Or your your material is so pedestrian, even a yoga instructor can improvise it mid position. <laughs> Either or, you decide. But I do find the like, I like I love yoga, but it's an absolute lottery of who you get doing it. Like yeah. you got if, if you find someone that you enjoy doing it with, it's amazing. But if you yeah. have a new you try a new person and you don't click with them. Because I've said before, I did one where it was chilled music. He actually had a microphone on and it was dimly lit. And I felt like people were doing really advanced stuff. But if you couldn't do that, there was options that you could do and feel part of the group. And it was lovely. That's what yeah. I went to. It was bright, brightly lit. I could hear everyone. At one point, she went, just lay on your back and do what your body wants. I was like, what? Why, have a wanking our bed? Do what you she went just just like just breathe how you want to breathe and and do what your body wants to do. I was like, this is, no, you're supposed to be telling me what to do. This is a class. <laughs> Don't listen to your brain. Listen, listen to your stomach. My stomach's telling you to fuck off. That's what it's telling me. And my brain's telling me you to fuck off right now. It's horrible. I just like in the end, I just laid there looking up, <laughs> waiting for um, it to finish. But it's good. It is good for your yoga. If you got but yeah. absolute lottery on the instructor. Oh, absolute um, lottery. Right, we need to do a small business shout out, don't we? Let- Small business shout out. Um, oh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll give one to, you know, it's good to do personal recommendations. Yeah. Um, Cattle Grid in Windsor, um, lovely restaurant run by um, a friend of a friend, Steve Novak. Big up, Steve. Um, yeah. Matt Ford's mate, actually. You know, Matt Ford. He's back on the radio, by the way, after back um, on the radio. having spi- yeah, surgery for spinal cancer. Yeah, poor old, poor sort. But he's back I'm on the radio, back working. Friend. Only, what, three, four months ago? So amazing stuff. Anyway, I went to Cattle Grid in Windsor, and I think they might have other ones in London as well. But um, it's like a, um, yeah, like a what, little restaurant in right by Windsor train station. Um, I'd say some of the best chicken wings I've ever had and ribs. I'm going to put some photos up in the week of what it's of what I had. But um, yeah, um, Cattle Grid Windsor, um, top-notch food if you are in the Windsor area after a little uh, gig weekend with the kids. Lo- massive kids' menu as well. Loads of them. I'd say eight options on the kids' menu. Oh my word! Goujons, chicken burger, beef burger, chicken breast, uh, macaroni cheese, one minute steak. It's not bad, is it? Um, but no. yeah, Cattle Grid, Windsor. That's my small business shout out this week. Josh, what have you got? Hey, Rob, Josh, and Michael, thanks for your podcast. I really love it. Please, could you shout out my small business, Color Chronicles, which is home to the Book of You? The Book of You is a childhood memory journal filled out once a year from the age of 1 to 16. Includes questions you ask the kid from age 3. You're never doing that. You ate a form. <laughs> Get Rose to do it. Get Rose to do it. The answers are really funny. And in one book, once a year, you have all childhood memory making taken care of. That is lovely. It's become a birthday tradition. And it's fun to look back at past years reading their answers and seeing what they've drawn or written. The book comes in six rainbow colours and can be found at colourchronicles.com or on Instagram at colour.chronicles. Thank you, Ruth. Lovely idea. Rob, we will be back on Friday. Jason Bell. Jason Bell. Super Bowl weekend. Super Bowl weekend. And he is one of the most inspiring people. We we both we both had a absolute hard on for him. Man crush. Ex-NFL. Yeah. Um, and he's got one child with uh, Nadine from Girls Aloud. Um, they're not and, together anymore, but they still have a very positive relationship, parenting-wise, don't they? Which is yeah, good they to do. hear. Good to it's hear. not always it's a the great case. Story. But yeah, I mean, he was on Strictly as well. Very yeah. handsome, very engaging, oh, charismatic. Jeez, jeez, Louise, what a what a guy. Anyway, Jason Bell on Friday. See you then. Bye, bye. bye. 